Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirada de Huello. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, Dr. Andrew Michaels finds himself under the beautiful blue waves of the ocean. He is accompanying his mermaid friend and her honor guard back to their home. While it is peaceful and the doctor has been able to relax and enjoy the quiet, this isn't a pleasure cruise. He and his team are kept busy with research, studying the ocean, and watching for signs that things are not as tranquil as they seem. Good afternoon, everyone. I have to be as quiet as I can be right now. And I have to relate a story to you that's very personal, very somebody bumping their head. 
abandoned coal mine. It was called Saltum Saltum Seen Valley Mine. And it was near Altoona Clearfield, PA, Pennsylvania. It was a mine that was opened up in the 1930s. You can find it on a map. It's a real place. And they still had the little train cars that went into the mine. And the tracks that went into the entrance. And they excavated coal for the steel industry. After the mine was shut down for lack of production or need, the retired miners would work as tour guides. And I got to meet some of them when I would visit this tourist attraction in the 1980s. I was reading recently that Seldom Seen Valley Mine was in disrepair. All the retired miners had long since passed on or became too feeble to work as guides, and a volunteer group was trying to keep the place alive. I thought about going back and visiting because there was something about going into the bowels of the earth, even a little bit, such a small distance into the depths of the earth that's amazing. Have you ever been on a cave journey, maybe in Kentucky or out west in the Rockies? There is truly something amazing about being in the earth or under the sea. Silence is literally deafening in your ears. Your mind plays tricks on you. The old miners would put you in the rail cars, little tiny coal cars that were turned into tiny passenger vehicles. And they would start the little electric train and they would take you down into the mine would reach a point, and it was all well lit, everything was well lit, the train had lights on it, and they would take you down deep into the mine through a few twists and turns. Then they would reach a spot and the miner would say, now I'm going to show you something, you don't be scared, everybody hold hands with your mom or your dad, be calm, I'm going to show you total darkness. when everybody was ready, he would turn all the lights off and tell you to try to see your hand in front of your face. He would turn the lights off and it would become so pitch black and silent for a small moment in time you were alone in the world. Truly alone was a poetic moment, uh, a chance to feel that intimate connection with the planet beneath my feet, yet feel the utter loneliness of 
the vastness and darkness of the universe around us. You literally can't see anything. You're in total darkness. I know in the movies, they like to make it look like you can see this or see that. You can't see anything. It's like being blind. But the shocking part is everybody goes silent. In that moment, everybody is focused on their eyes. I started to realize everyone was completely silent. And there's something about being deep in the ground or deep under the sea where no other sounds can get to you. And you're alone in this world. It's comforting in some ways. And in other ways, it's disconcerting. It's shocking. It's amazing. Silence. Your ears start to reach out for any sound they can feel and hear any vibration the tiny bones in your ear can pick up. And as they reach further and further into the darkness around them, into the abyss, your ears start to ring. And that's the deafening sound of silence. It's deafening. We're not talking about being deaf. We're talking about your ears desperately trying to pick up a sound. And one of the first things it detects is the blood swishing through the arteries that pass nearby your eardrums in your neck. Your pulse is one of the first things you detect. And in detecting your pulse you feel that connection the life blood swishing through your veins, through your arteries, bringing you oxygen and nutrients to your body. It puts you in touch with being alive. The connection is quite riveting. At least to me, there's an artistic moment in total darkness and silence. The depth of the field of black around you, the depth of it, you realize what forever 
as could be an inch away from something in the material plane around you, or it could go on forever. The only thing you know is you're staring literally into forever. And forever is an endless, endless space around you. There is no end to forever. There is no beginning. There just is forever. And it's amazing to allow yourself to experience that. And I'm sure it's frightening to some, but I hope you'll see the liberation in it that being alive in the vastness of all of that nothing is the ultimate reward, the ultimate gift. There is no other prize above that realizing in that moment what a benefit it is to perceive and know you're alive. It's quite intriguing and all the philosophies of the world spring up from these strange epiphanies people have in their lives and they try to apply their religions, their education, their critical thinking and their own interpretations on these moments and it's beautiful to see the dialogue that comes from it from all sides from all sides of the argument it's beautiful It's remarkable that we live in an age where we can perceive these things. And I remember what broke the silence in the mind. One of the ladies on the train car, her child fidgeted in a seat and in the darkness knocked her purse to the floor of the coal car. It was the smallest of sounds, but it was like a dramatic, cinematic jump scare. Everybody jumped. Everybody gasped, lurched at once, and we all laughed together as one. The woman, with words only, scolded her child and told him to quit fidgeting and picked up her purse and said she was sorry, but everybody was laughing and it was an interesting moment. 
a community moment brought us all together and it always stuck out to me that one little sound that little thump of her leather purse falling onto the metal floor of the car such a tiny little thing she wasn't giving away anything or destroying the moment or ruining the moment it was just what happened and I looked around in the sub at the people around me people so experienced it navy warfare so intelligent and at the top of their game the highlight of their career working on this flagship for the United States Navy what proud submariners were around me women and men at the top of their field at the top of their game the hydrophone operator moving in my eyes in my perception in slow motion slowly turning the controls and the dials to finesse his hydrophone reaching up in slow motion and appearance to put his hand on the outside of his hydrophone and press it a little more to his left ear his favored ear his lucky ear his eyes glancing to the left to the female operator beside him her turning in the slowest of motions towards him their eyes communicating without a sound without an action thoughts traveling between them from experience the nobility of their intelligence non-verbal communication the perfect moment to see two consummate professionals making a connection with their eyes the subtlest of mannerisms and she nodded her head to him yeah you've got something and I thought in that split second we're talking about split seconds of action someone on that enemy vessel was reaching for their leather diary reaching 
for their pen. Straining across the desk to gently flip a switch or turn off a light and the fabric of their uniform caught the edge of a leather-bound notebook and slid it off of the desk and it hit the metal floor of their sub. The smallest of infractions, the tiniest of errors, and eyes darted all over all the ears in the enemy vessel exploded from that deafening sound of silence into an explosive burst of sound leather slapping metal and that officer looked up and looked at his captain and said, I'm sorry. And every man in the vessel around me performed their duties well. From the gunnery mates to the navigators to the hydrophone operators, to the radar men, to the engineers. Full engines on that heading, prepare to fire. Target acquired, fire. The air bubbles exploding at the tips of the torpedo propeller the cavitation of the propeller blades bursting compressed air bubbles at the very tips of the propeller blades like a million tiny grenades signaling to both vessels the direction of the attack I could picture a man the leather bound notebook being picked up by the captain barking out orders handing it to his comrade the welling of tears in that man's eyes the shock the pasty white shock of blood draining from his face, his stern captain laying the diary on his hand, turning, giving command after command after command, evasive actions, blow ballast, try to get 
up to the surface as quickly as possible. We have been targeted. Incoming. Incoming. The captain turns to his crew. It was a pleasure serving with all of you. A noble man to the end. As the torpedo struck their vessel, the pressure bursting the submarine, imploding all hands, lost the ship, cracking open and compressing everyone quickly taken to the depths. The battle won. We listen until all that is heard are the sounds of air escaping from the wrecked ship. Assume our past heading full power we leave the scene at top speed I think about that moment today was a good day to die but we lived Soon, we'll be facing another enemy. Atlantis looms ahead. And new mysteries await us. There's no time to grieve. Here, in this world, survival is the game we play. And today, we were the predator and not the prey. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. 
on behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.